Be'ezrus Hashem Yisbarach. We will continue Simin Yud Aleph from Igeres Hakodesh, the letter eleven of the holy letters from the Balatanya, which is known as Laskil Chabina, to enlighten you with understanding. We are going on a deep journey into the beginning and the core of enlightenment, which is an unbelievable awesome experience from the perspective of that Enlightenment is not something that could be held or described. And so although we have went through multiple shiurim, we have to realize, and this is one of the deep things the Balatanya is about to tell us, that as deep as we're going to go, we cannot hold on to enlightenment with our minds. <laughs> Which means that we cannot describe it. You will never be able to walk away from the shear and say, I have enlightenment and I can hold on to what enlightenment is and I can describe it to you. And knowing this is already the beginning of enlightenment. Because the root of the opposite of enlightenment is the illusion that everything starts with my mind and I can grasp everything. The illusion that I know anything at all about this world. The illusion that everything starts and ends with my perception. <clears throat> A person is made up out of multiple different parts. And the Balatanya is about to start to explain to a person that you have multiple different parts of your psyche, of, your, of, of you as a human being. And in order to start to become enlightened, you need to understand very carefully and very deeply and you need to go to the depth of your imagination. The Alter Rebbe is going to demand that a person go to the depth of his imagination, the, the depth of his imaginative abilities with his mind in order for him to begin to step out of the trap of his mind and his heart. Because only when a person goes to the depth of his imagination can he transcend the trap of the limited mind.
and we have discussed that one of the problems that a person has from reaching enlightenment is the illusion of time. A person lives his life as if there is unlimited amount of time. When in fact, there is no such a thing as time at all. Of course, there's a concept of clock time, there's a concept of looking at the clock, but psychological time, Time that's time as if time as in something that as time progresses, I will change. I will be better tomorrow. I will become perfect in the future. Something better is coming for me tomorrow. There's a better life that's going to be for me. In just a few more moments, in a few more years, 10 more years, 20 more years, at that time I will start to live. It's the greatest delusion of all time. Because it is delusion of time itself. Comes the Balatanya and he says, one of the biggest chidushim, and it is the only time in Tanya where he incorporates it into into real action. Although he says multiple times in Tanya and in Igeris HaKodesh and Simen Tezayin and in other places he says the person has to be conscious of this but in those places he is talking about something else. Over here the Balatanya is going to teach us that the second part of Tanya which is known as Shara Yichud Vemuna the, the portal Of Amuna, which Amuna means faith, but real, it really means the real knowledge, the real umnus, your real ob- ob- job, your real, your life is a life of Amuna, meaning to say that you are able to see the truth, which means faith in God, and it's the portal of unity. In Shari Yichud Amuna, the Balatanya lays down the earth shattering. Spellbinding reality, which is that Hashem creates the world from nothing to something at every single moment. And the greatest paradox of all time, the greatest confusion, the greatest misunderstanding of all time is the idea that you are an old person. And when one meditates on this very deeply, they begin to become enlightened. There's an illusion that a person is an old person. I'm old. What does old look like? Old means that I've been here many years, and I have a story. I have a traumatic past. I have things that were done to me when I was a child. Things that I don't forgive, that I don't let go. I'm married. And I know my spouse. You meet somebody and they ask you, do you know this person? And our automatic response is, I know the person. 
Do you really know the person? If you know the person that everything is old. And we need to meditate on these concepts very deeply. The trap of the mind is unimaginable. And that's why we have to go deep into an imagination to see the trap of the mind, which the perception will set you free. We live a life as if everything is old. And we either trapped in the past, or we have an imaginary hope for the future. And we need to understand why this happens in order to set ourselves free of it. If you ever watched a video of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, when somebody came by him for dollars, or somebody came by him for koishel bracha or for lekach, you saw the way he looked at every single person. There was no knowledge about the person that he saw in front of him. There was no accumulation. There was no memory of that person. There was nothing ever that existed from that person from the past. At that moment that the Rebbe met a person, there was no past of the person. There was no past of the world. There was no past that existed at all. There was no future. There was nothing better. There was no better person that was coming at the next moment. There was nothing better. The only what is, what, what is and what was at that second. And the beginning of enlightenment is to look at a person as if you never saw them in your life before. Because, how do we know this? Because the Balatanya lays down in Shariqa Damuna that God is creating the world from nothing to something at every moment. Every single moment is a brand new creation. This moment right now, when you're listening to this, is the only moment of this world. Because there is never a moment that you ever lived that was the past. The moment that you're living right now is the only moment in this world. And it's the only moment that's present. It's the only thing that's known as presence. Meaning any moment in your life, whether it was traumatic, whether you called it positive or you called it negative, was a moment that the Abisham was creating the world from something to nothing. Meaning to say that if you experienced that moment, you experienced that as the present. But most likely you were trapped in your mind. And while that moment was happening, you were in some form of sleep. Either because you were deeply rooted into the future, hoping to be transported to a better future, or deeply rooted into the past, deeply trapped in your mind, deeply trapped in your heart, and all the while missing what was going on, which is the miracle of the creation of the world. And the reason for that is, is because we live our life as if we know this world. We live our life that we could know the awesome miracle of life. Because we start with our intelligence, with our mind, and we think we can grasp the beginning of our intelligence. The beginning of our intelligence, which is our soul, which is part of God. We think we understand the miracle of creation. We think we understand this world because we start with our own mind, because we developed from being a child to growing from katna samoichen, from a limited, immature perception of the world, to growing to a greater perception of the world. And it starts with me, and therefore I think I know everything. My perception of Judaism 
comes from my indoctrination, comes from the way I grew up, and therefore I am convinced that I am the only one who knows what Judaism is. I know what God means. And therefore, from the wealth, the imaginary wealth that I have in my mind, I perceive all of reality. And we have discussed at length that in order to fully understand the depth and the core of the enlightenment with the Balatani is going to share in this parak, we must go very deep into the wedding. And we have said that the wedding happened the first time, not with you and your spouse, but it happened with the Abishter and the Yidin and Matan Torah. And one of the greatest lessons that we have from this wedding is that in that wedding happened in a desert. And another awesome thing that we see from that is that we read Rus. Rus is associated with Chagashuas, the Yomtev that we just came from. And what is the uniqueness of a desert? What does a desert and Rus have in common? Why did Hashem choose Rus to be the mother of Malchus, the mother? Because Rus had the purity. The humility to come to Yiddishkeit from a deep desire to know. Because she did not know. Elimelech was a giant Rebbe, he was a great person, but he knew everything. And in the end, he landed in the trap of Moyev. And he ended up dying over there. And Rus had a deep desire to know. She did not know anything. And she was a complete desert. She was a complete empty. And one of the Yisoydas of Torah is, that if you approach Torah as something you know, how can you get a new Torah today? If you want to approach today as in, to become enlightened, and you say, I know what this means, I know the Torah, I already came... The Torah is old. Then that's the ultimate failure of your mind. Most of a person's life, he comes to learning Torah, which Torah is the beginning of enlightenment because it's the Chachm of the Eibishter. And he thinks he knows the Torah. He thinks he knows it. The real reason he's not learning it is because he thinks that he knows it already. He thinks, what are you, what are you going to tell me that's new? There's 25,000 svarim. But the petty mind thinks that they know the svarim. They think they have, an, they have a concept. They have grasped the core of the Torah. And then they become judgmental. And all of a space of arrogance, a space where you're deeply trapped in your animal. Petty little mind. When in fact, could somebody hold the Torah? Could you hold on to the knowledge of Hashem? Could you hold on to that? It's impossible to hold on to that. And that's the beginning of enlightenment. The awesome grasp, the knowledge, that with my mind I can never grasp it. And with my mind I can never hold this moment right now. So I have to suspend my mind, I have to put it all away, I have to put my knowledge away in order to become enlightened. Because my knowledge is a trap. My knowledge is a whole bunch of memories. 
Is my spouse who's right in front of me right now, my, the memories of what she or he did to me? Or in the face of what he or she did to me, is a living, heart-pumping, loving person, a person who I pledged my life to, a person who's my other half, a person who I would give my life for, in the face of the person who's right in front of me, right now, in the present moment. Does any little moment in the past, an isolated, tiny little moment in the past, have any meaning at all? So why is it that we don't live that way? Because we operate in this world as if there's an old world, if it's knowledge, I have knowledge of the past, I know you. But if we knew that we can never know anyone, then we would die to our past every single moment. Because every single moment the world is being created from new. And there would be a tremendous youthful vibrancy. The mind would be fresh, the heart would be full of love. It would be full of compassion. If you know somebody already, if somebody is fulfilling you, then how could you have any love at all? How could you have any, how could you have any insight into enlightenment? How could I touch the beginning of enlightenment if my mind is full of knowledge? If your heart is full of grievances, of hopes for tomorrow, how will you ever meet today's moment? How will you ever meet the person across from you? How will you ever listen to them? If you're so full of yourself, if you're so full, you see, we see this word full of yourself. Do you realize what that means? You're so full. How can you be open to anything? There's a tremendous emptying of the mind, an emptying of the heart. That's demanded in order to begin to be enlightened. Can you be makabal the Torah in a civilized place with civilization? Or do you need to be a desert to be makabal the Torah? Can you makabal the Torah if you know the Torah? If yesterday's Torah is here, then what's going to be today? If tomorrow's Torah is going to look better, then what's going to be today? If you know somebody, then there's no room for today, then the world is old. So there's a tremendous emptying of self, emptying of my heart, emptying of my mind, detachment from all my attachments that must be needed at this moment. I have to end everything of the past. Every moment I have to end everything that was in order to meet the moment that is. The content of my consciousness. Do you understand what that means? A person does something negative to you. A person tells you the wrong thing. And then what do you do? You hold that for 30 years. You build an image of the person based on what they did to you for 30 years. And you force them into a self-fulfilling prophecy. You make them become that person that you trap them in. And you hold them all the while in the present moment with all your, your image of them has nothing to do with who they are. But your mind is so limited because your mind can't grasp that the person in front of you has no history. The history is meaningless. Your history is meaningless. Your memories are interfering with what is right now.
And this is the reason why a person would give any amount of money to live in this world for another hour, for another day, for another week, for another month, for another year. Because the pleasure and the love and the depth and the unimaginable ecstasy and joy that a person gets from just living is so unimaginable, so undefinable, so ungraspable that a person would do anything to live another day. But because it's unimaginable, because it's undefinable, a person is completely trapped in his mind. And only when he's about to lose what he has, does he say, I want that. I don't know why. Because there's no way I could know that. Because that is infinity. That is God dwelling in my body. That's my soul in my body. My soul coming to my body every single moment is the miracle of birth. And in the face of that miracle, everything is incomparable. And the recognition of this is the beginning of enlightenment. It's the beginning of Yishkun Hashem. To realize that you make your stand, the presence of the Abisher coming into your body happens at this moment. It can never happen in the future. It will never happen in the past. The past and the future is an imaginary construct of the mind. And the only time the Abisher has been creating the world is this moment now. And if this moment is not new for you, this moment is the newness. We're looking for something new the whole time. There's no such a thing as new. Only this moment is new. And the reason why this moment is going to die also is in order for the next moment to become brand new. But it's not a moment that's going to happen in the future. It's a moment that's going to happen right now. And the Balatanya, as we're going to learn in a few lines, is going to demand that every single person meditate on this. The depths of his understanding. And the reason why we spent multiple shears, shiurim, as a hagdama to this, and multiple shiurim just focusing on three lines because he's about to demand us to go meditate on these deeply into the depth of our understanding. And if you want to be enlightened, this has to become your obsession. Because the mind is always interested in taking you to a better space. And that comes from a very good place. Because ultimately speaking, you are Adam Elyon. You are Adam, which means Adam Elyon, which your job is to bring Adama, to bring the ground to Elyon, to make sure that this world, heaven and earth kiss, to the point that heaven is expressed through earth, that God becomes revealed in this world like the sea covers the seabed, the knowledge of God should fill this world. That is the purpose of this world. And you are in between. Wherever you're looking with your eyes right now, to the right and to the left, you are the center. Every person in this world lives their life as if they are the center. Because their job is, starts from their head. Their eyes look out and they are the center. Even though their eyes are the top of their mineral, vegetable, animal and human kingdom, their eyes are the top. Because their job is, Adama Le'elion. To look up, to see the alien, to see spirituality, to see God. And to bring that into this world. To bring infinity, to bring enlightenment, to bring the core of my consciousness into this world. And therefore, my mind is a trap. Because why is my mind moving every moment? Because every single moment is brand new. And my mind is projecting a better future. But that future is right now. Because my mind is bringing together the future and the past all in the present. And that's a perpetual thing. And my mind wants to take Adama, it wants to take the old, something that doesn't know God, and Elion. It wants to connect it with the future which is what we said, which is the divine, which is something infinite. 
And when does that happen at this moment? Because the flame comes together from the wick, the oil and the fire, and it all comes together and a light, it's up the roof. But it's not an experience that happens in the future. Because if the flame has its way, it goes into the future, the flame is out. And if the wax has its way and it pulls down, the flame is out and there's darkness. So the mind is constantly trying to project the future. But that future that it's trying to project is something called aliyah b'madrega. An aliyah in enlightenment, a new enlightenment, a new knowledge. And if you are living trapped in your animal, then you're going to use that mind for the wrong things. You will not use it to learn Torah. You will not use it to know the knowledge of God. You will not use it to think about the newness of this world. I'm being created every moment. But if you understand the beginning of enlightenment, you'll make your energy with your mind to see every moment is brand new. My spouse that I see in front of me is brand new. I don't know anything about my spouse. I don't know anything about my children. And I put away all my knowledge and everything is brand new. And in the face of what's brand new, nothing can exist. No negativity can exist. And you allow everything to be. You allow your spouse to be. You allow everybody to be. And you have a deep desire to go out of yourself, to go beyond yourself and discover the other person. Discover the other person's Adam al Discover the other person's Neshama. To penetrate their ego and see their Neshama. See them for who they are. Beyond their animal. See the Chelek and the Kamal Mamash in them. That's being, that's the, the, the part of them that's brand new. Not the part of them that you know, that's old, that's a story, that's some imaginary thing. And in the face of that, there can be zero negativity. There can be zero withholding. In the face of being fully alive, all memory disappears. And when a person's about to die, all of the structures of the past disappear. And all of the hopes for tomorrow disappear. They become fully into this moment. And that's what the Balatani is going to demand. How could a person lose his attachments? How could a person have Yishkan or Hashem? By realizing that at this moment is the only moment that Hashem creates the world. And if you understand this, then you die to everything of the past. And you eliminate any hopes for the future, hopes for better time, better becoming. Because what you are today is the only thing what you'll be in the future. And then instantly, you touch the beginning of enlightenment. And you're able to live with what is. And all of a sudden, your mind and your heart and everything becomes fresh and vibrant and youthful. And your neshama comes deeply into your body and then you have the beginning of Yishkan Hashem. But it can only happen in an empty mind, in an empty heart, in a place where you're ready to empty yourself of all the past. And stop yourself from all the becomings and hopes for the future. Because realizing that Hashem is creating the, day, the world from, from nothing to something at this moment. Yeah. Yeah.